1: Everyone, it's Katie, the Nursepreneur Mentor, and today on the Nursepreneur Podcast, we have a very special guest. We have Michelle McLeod. Michelle is a business savvy healer for healers who supports clients through uh, the unnatural elements of entrepreneurship. I like that as an alternative practitioner. So, welcome, Michelle. Um, Thank you for having me, Katie. <laughs> yeah, it's great to it's great to have you. Now, as a healer, you know, tell me a little bit more about your background because you're speaking to a large group of nurses, and I know they're going to want to connect with you and your passion. Um, so, give us a little background.
0: Yeah, a little background on me. So, I did I did kind of the the average uh, American household story. My parents didn't go to college, so that was like the most important thing I could do for myself, and then get a really good job, right? <laughs> So I I did that and I I actually went into corporate America and spent 15 years there um just in sales and marketing just you know to keep it simple but always had this passion I like even remember when I was in college I thought oh my god I should have been like a doctor or a physical therapist or I should have done something in the medical arena I like had that Oh my God moment when I was graduating, but I was like, Nope, I'm on this trajectory. So no turning
1: back, (laughs) no turning back. We're all 22 years old. You can't turn back.
0: (laughs) Well, I did feel that way. You know, I felt a lot of pressure and then I just, you know, I had to go at it. Like probably all of you listening, you know, I, I did I did the career thing and I built it and I was making good money and living the dream, you know, uh, married, moving all around the country and traveling. And it it just looked so, so beautiful on the outside, but it felt so, so unfulfilling on the inside. Hmm. And um, I don't like, I think what happened for me, and I don't really wish this upon you if you're listening um, to those out there listening is that i just got really really unsatisfied like i didn't i want to say oh i was so brave and i took this leap but what really happened was i was working all the hours um, and not getting to where i wanted to be in my career i felt really held back it was at a time when i actually was uh, being rejected for a promotional opportunity and i just felt like i just couldn't do more and be more and um, that I wanted to, you know, I felt held back by the model I was in. So I left and I chose, I wanted to go into alternative healthcare. So I went back to school believe this, you guys just won't believe this, but I just finished an MBA program and then I went, <laughs> went back to school like the next year to become a, a licensed acupuncturist, which, which was three years Oh wow. of schooling. Yeah. So, but right after that, I was, I, I was on my path to my dream, which is right out of school, I opened a, a clinic and then I had another clinic and I was off to the races um, uh, building my own business and, and fulfilling that dream.
1: So, tell me a little bit more about um, your acupuncture business. Like, how did you, was it just a natural thing that you were going to set up a business? Why didn't you just go get a job somewhere? Or was that something you didn't want to do?
0: No, that's such a great question. I mean, that would be the, the most common trajectory. But here's the thing you know, I was 35 ish um, at the time. I was very confident in who I was and my skill set. I knew I wanted my own business. So, right after school, I I was going to maybe like play it safe and become, you know, maybe a contractor at somebody else's business, rent a room, you know, in somebody else's office. And that's like totally doable. Like that's a really easy first step and a nice gentle first step. But like I was a little bit crazy and I had a big dream and a big vision and I couldn't find the kind of practitioner I wanted to hang out with. Right. I had a vision for what I wanted acupuncture to look like, um, for me. And so I remember at the time, my attorney, believe it or not, he was the one helping me like, um, negotiate some of these contracts that I had and for opportunities. And he's like, why don't you just start your own business? You keep saying that's what you want to do anyways. And I was like, that's what my husband keeps telling me. <laughs> so I was like, all right, here we go. And and so that's what I did. I, I totally shifted gears. I think I spent about a month looking for a spot and then I totally shifted gears and um, started looking for a clinic space and did
1: the big build out and moved in and all of that. So, you know, this is kind of, um, for me, and I think for a lot of nurses, the, the myth of business that, you know, you think, oh, I'm going to open a job, you know, open a an acupuncture business, and, uh, you know, then people just find me and, and show up, and it'll be a great business. When <laughs> so I'm assuming it doesn't work that way, right?
0: <laughs> it doesn't. You know, here's the thing. I'll tell you, I'll tell you my version, but then I'll tell you the version of What it really looks like for most people because for some reason I I just did not have Katie the resistance that most people have when they first start their business and I can tell you why It's because I was very very clear at that time on my vision like it was undeniable Like I knew exactly what this was gonna look like who was gonna be there Um, I I didn't I wasn't challenged with clarity which most new business owners are and then I had a runway uh, which most people don't create for themselves. So let me talk about that part. So you you heard the story where, okay, I'm now I'm going to open my own business. So but I did a build out. So this was May and we didn't open till November. But uh-huh. I didn't use that six months as an an excuse to have a fun summer, you know, uh, do a project on the house or go on a vacation with the kids or. Um, you know, fill in the blank. I didn't, I used it as my runway. Like I was out in May telling everybody about myself, my business, how I could help them as an acupuncturist, um, you know, who was going to be at the clinic. Uh, So it was just more about, it was more about, you know, getting the word out uh, building relationships so that when the doors opened in November, I had um, I had a practitioner already um, in the space with me. I had clients coming in to see me. I saw some of them out of my home. Some of them were uncomfortable with that, which I totally understood, but then I had them booking uh, appointments with me. And so I was covering my overhead in month one. And by, you know, by January, I had another practitioner by May, I had several more practitioners. So I was truly off to the races um, and generating income and, and just building that business that I had so much clarity around in the first year. Now that is not how it works for most people. One, because they never create a runway for themselves. Um, like I said, if they if they've got more time, they spend it wallowing over like, what should I put on my website <laughs> and um, like going on a vacation and doing those projects. And instead, I saw it as a clear opportunity, and I encourage all of your listeners to do the same, to build the business. Yeah. And the other challenge, you know, that people have when they're new is they just don't have the clarity. Like I don't know what I want to do exactly. I don't know who I want to serve. And I totally get that. I mean, I I wasn't new to maybe business and I did have a a big clear vision for my uh, clinic. But as an acupuncturist, I was brand spanking new. And and all I can tell you is the fastest way to to figure that out is to work with people. Um, I'm actually in another transition in my business right now, and I had several ideas of how I would like to work with people. Well, I didn't let that hold me back trying to figure out what to put on my website. Like, I don't even know what my website says right now, but I've gone out and I've looked for clients in these different types of relationships, and I'm trying them out. It doesn't mean that I can't help them. I'm, I mean, And the same is true for every nurse listening is you have more than enough value to help people right now is that you just don't know the shape and form. So the best way to do that is to just go out there and start working with people and see which of those are a best fit for you and a best fit for them so that you're getting the the greatest result for your clients.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's extremely valuable information, because a a lot of them, like you're saying, a lot of the nurses, and and myself included, this was part of the problem that I had when I first started my business, is that I just, I knew I wanted to start a business, and I I did obsess about my website, that's why I (laughs) am for months. You know, Uh,
0: I I get it now, because I've coached hundreds and hundreds of people, and, and I call this... It, and this is where I'm like the anomaly in this industry because I don't have what I call subject matter expert syndrome. Like all of you, you're so well educated, you are so knowledgeable, you've got the background like working with people, so you've got the skill set in dealing and working with people, but you have this subject matter expert syndrome where you're like, If I just don't know enough, you know, if I don't know everything there is to know and they ask me a question, like, I'm going to be in big trouble or I won't feel worthy or I can't, you know, I've got to hold myself back from putting myself out there. And the truth is, is that all you need to be, and I've learned this as a coach, is just a few steps ahead of your clients. And really be there for them and show up for them, which I know as caregivers, you will already do. Like, I just know that. I I mean, I can make that assumption and I'll bet all my money on it. And then give yourself the space and the break to say, hey, if I don't know, I'll look it up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And you will because you have
1: like all the resources at your fingertips, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Um, Let me go back a second to where you were talking about building relationships, because I think that's uh, just like a term that we say, you know, you need to go out and build relationships. Like if you were new, so a lot of my nurses will start clinics or the, the nurse practitioners will start clinics, you know, if they were to do a runway, what would be kind of like a guide to building relationships that you would encourage people to start with?
0: Yeah, I love this question because this is one of my favorite topics and it wasn't even something I knew I did well until I, you know, can reflect on the 2020. But, um, you know, I think when we're starting a business, we're, you know, that subject matter expert thing kicks in. Of course, we don't feel worthy enough to put ourselves out there or confident enough to, you know, really show up and say what we're doing. And that's what holds us back from putting just like getting out there. But the sooner that you can like literally, I'm talking about showing up, shaking hands and kissing babies. So like, I'm talking about like networking, not networking though, like in the slimy, sleazy, icky way. <laughs> um, if you go into a place that's like literally networking, it's like transactional, like what can you do for me and what can I do for you? Like that's, that. For most of us who are very heart-centered, which is everybody I'm talking to here, I know, um, that's not a fit, right? So that's the traditional form of networking. I'm talking about really building relationships and getting involved in community, um, especially when you're going to have a brick-and-mortar practice. So... But in the, if you're going to have a – I want to throw this out there because I think this is important. Um, even if you're going to have a virtual practice, which means you're going to see people over Skype or Zoom or, you know, it's it's not location-dependent, I want to challenge you to, to think differently that still having relationships in your local community will really help you build your business um, uh, more quickly and will create lasting um, – create a lasting network that will be a solid foundation for your success in an ongoing way. So just to loop back, Katie, to give some more tactical things around this, um, not just finding transactional places, but finding communities where you can actually you know, show up and, and really get to know other business owners in your area. So that could be like um, a chamber of commerce, um, a rotary, a... Um, just, you know, a group of women who you find on Meetup who are serious about building their business and rising together. Uh, I'm a big fan now of eWomen Network. If they have a chapter in your area, um, it could be something that you start. I actually ended up, because I love hosting the party, so to speak, I ended up, once I had uh, quite a few connections in my area, I hosted events at my clinic. So that just raised my level up even more as a leader in my in my um, local community, right? To bring other businesses together at my place of business and to facilitate connections for them. But the deeper relationships that you can build, the better. Um, you know, I still I've been at this uh, ten years, and I still get. People reaching out to I get people reaching out to me from my corporate days. I had a woman reach out to me to inquire about coaching with me. So you just never know um, when these relationships will, you know, show up for you in your business in a way that's unexpected. But if you can create those relationships and facilitate them and continue to water and grow them, they will. Uh, they really will uh, support you in your business in ways that you don't even you can't even predict right now. Right.
1: So, do you still own your acupuncture business or where's that? I don't. So, um I so I opened that first clinic
0: and I'll I'll tell you guys a little secret as to how I I built my business even more quickly as I acquired two other businesses, two other practices. So, one was another brick and mortar practice. It was a clinic in and of itself. So I acquired that and I ran two locations for a while, but that was way, way too much for a woman who was only in business for a year. <laughs> I was running around with my head cut off. And then I acquired another practice that didn't have a brick and mortar location, but I acquired her, her patient base. And I did that for a few years. And during that time, I was li- I mean, it was, it was churning and burning. There was no problem except for I was exhausted and i didn't love my business i started to be very very unhappy with my business my dad ended up getting sick he passed away it was just this crossroads of all kinds of things happening and i had to take a really good look at you know what i was doing what was working what wasn't and honestly this is the this was one of the most hardest things i've had to do as an entrepreneur is i had to be brutally honest with myself and say i built this big beautiful thing and it's not what i want
1: Hmm.
0: you know, I spent, you know, 15 years in corporate. I, I, for very little of that time, did I sit at a desk and, you know, I always traveled. I always worked remotely. And here (laughs) I (laughs) created a brick and mortar business that I couldn't leave. You Hmm. know, it just wasn't a fit, even though I had an office manager full time and she was a rock star, you know, the business just would sink when I would go away and then it would thrive when I would come back. And so I went on a journey to sell the the business, um, but believe it or not, I couldn't give it away, barely. Really? Why? Yeah. I, I mean, I had a couple lowball offers, which didn't make sense, um, but I couldn't I mean, I went to acupuncturists because it was a very, very healthy acupuncture business with other t- practitioners in it. Um, they felt like it was too much for them,
1: which is interesting. <laughs> it was too
0: successful. I too have. successful. Well, <laughs> and there's something to be said about that. If anybody's thinking about acquiring other practices, you have to be pretty darn confident that you're going to be able to, I don't want to say outshine in a negative way, but really up-level the experience that the previous owner was had been creating for their clients. Because if you can up-level the experience, you'll keep those clients. But mm-hmm. if you cannot, they will leave. And I think that's what you know, I don't know. I would have to ask them. I don't want to put words in their mouth. Cause I even, I asked some acupuncturists who I'm very close to and I respected greatly. Um, and I still think to this day they would have done a rock star job, but it just, I think it scared the bejeebies out of them to mm-hmm. step in. Um, so I closed it because the opportunity cost. this is a, a great lesson for anybody in business. Um, the opportunity cost at that stage of keeping it open was greater because I had dialed back the amount of clients I was taking in um, some of the practitioners because they knew I was selling the business had moved on and and I was I, I was coaching I was coaching and consulting uh, for other people in the wellness industry and that was just flourishing faster than I could keep up so it, it just didn't make sense you know
1: mm-hmm so you transitioned from the acupuncture business to training other healers. So not just acupuncturists, but other types of healers, right?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, from date, honestly, from the first month I, in November, when we took, um, took ownership of that space, I had people calling me. <laughs> what are you doing, Michelle? I've heard you're really successful. You know, how are you successful? I was... Um, I was a mentor through Score.org. You can look them up. Um, so I was already coaching people uh, in business while I was in business, and so it was just a natural progression to go out to the people I already knew and say, "Hey, I'm hanging a shingle. I'm going to start coaching people. Is there anybody out here who would like to say yes?" And it was it was automatically. There were there were people who wanted to work with me, and and yeah, it was acupuncturist, But but listen, you know, I've had I've I've had uh, massage therapists in my, I had them in my clinic, I had naturopathic doctors in my clinic, I had an esthetician, and so, I mean, I understand the model of being in the wellness arena, um, owning a service-based business, whether that's local or online, you know? Right. It's it's not too different, and so, yeah, long story long, but yes, yes, Katie, um, I... <laughs> I've worked with nurses, believe it or not. Um, I have a, a client right now who was a nurse and went into acupuncture, um, has a very successful practice, um, and yeah, and I've just been on the journey, on the journey.
1: And this is what you love doing. You love helping other healers to uh, run their businesses.
0: Yeah, you know, for a long time, I, I, I mean. What do I want to say about this? The, the quick answer is yes. I always just like to try to give more color and and help people learn through through what I've done. You know, I feel like that journey chose me and I got into the digital space and I did quite a bit of work around doing group programs and trying. I, I say this because I think some of your listeners will, will be aspiring to the model of where... Um, you know they really want to do something virtually and scale it and i really wanted to do that too but what ended up happening i had group programs digital programs and it you know it was ebbs and flows and i had some starts and stops but i ended up getting that to a six figure level business and hated that too <laughs> so the, because i like people i like interacting with people i like looking people in the eyes and so I've gone all the way around full circle. You're catching me at a point where I'm back really focusing on uh, consulting with practitioners um, just
1: one-to-one again. Right. And I think that's a really important lesson, too, because one of the things that I tell my nurses is, it's you know, you have this passion, you want to do this uh, this business or whatever, but you also have to look at the model. So some of the the nurses want to start, uh, you know, sitter centers or adult daycares, and it's just kind of like, yeah, but... Now you're 24 seven, is this really what you want to give up your nursing career for? I mean, that's a lot of work.
0: <laughs> I love that you're, you're out spreading that message because I, and that's why I share the parts of the story the way I do because here, lucky for me, you know, I've been very successful at building businesses. Like I can do that part, but I haven't been very successful at thinking about what I really want for my lifestyle. And Mm -hmm. you really have to match both of those up. And the challenge is, is that you change
1: over time as well. Right. And adapting to that. So, I mean, you could have stuck out the acupuncture business and just, you know, said, well, this is what I started. And, you know, I I can't, do anything else or but you evolved with it and you allowed your natural passion to help you go to the next level. Like what's next? And I think as entrepreneurs, that's you know, there's a fear of doing that, but at the same time it's just kind of like it almost excites us as well.
0: Yeah. If you're if there's no I mean there's nothing wrong with just owning and operating a business if that is your your dream. Like that it can start and stop there. And that's honestly pretty easy to do if you're just looking for like a six figure, multi six figure sort of local practice. Like that's totally, I just want to send the message. It's totally doable. It's, it's takes a little bit of hustle, but it's, it's right there out there for you at your fingertips. But when you want to go on this entrepreneurial journey of something bigger, this is a lot more self-discovery and up-leveling and working on your own crap so that you can continue to grow and grow your gifts and put your gifts out there in a bigger way, and that's that is um, that is is something that's uh, at a different level than maybe somebody you know somebody really just um, looking to get out of their corporate grind their hospital grind and um, and start a business and replace their income. does that make sense yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And there's no nothing wrong with either. This is about knowing what you want. Right. That's that's the main thing. And that's what Katie was saying,
1: too. Right. And so when you were doing online courses, uh, did you feel like you were able to give as much as you wanted when you were doing online courses? Or is that why you transitioned over to uh, consulting? You know,
0: I always gave as much as I wanted, but it's like at those price points. So these are different price points. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, consult going in and re like really consulting for a business to get them to the next level versus versus coaching somebody who's brand new in business versus leading a group program. Those are way different price points. And, uh, what I found is I like to go all in with people. Um, and that means the heart and the mind, right? I like, I like to help my clients, um, align their heart and their business. Okay. So, and you can probably understand why after listening to this interview, (laughs) because I did some of those things so, so very wrong. And so I like to make sure that women who are really looking to scale their business are aligning it to what they want in their lives. And then I help them create that. And that was difficult. That deep of work was difficult to do in a a group program, et cetera, or at a, a lower price point.
1: Right. And those things, you know, there's certain basics that you're either going to do it or you're not going to do it. You got to get over your mindset issues. You have (laughs) to go out and make your connections in the community and at least start making money. Uh, And that is a pretty straightforward process that a lot of us, uh, myself included, just kind of like you know, I'm like stuck in this stage for some reason for, for a, a period of time. And then you, then you get through it, you work through it and then you start needing that one-on-one consulting and, and yeah.
0: And, and, and the truth is, it's just me evolving as well, right? Me looking to, uh, most of my clients now are, you know, in the healthy 300 K range, 250, 300 K range, and that making money isn't the problem anymore, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and that's just me evolving too,
1: Right. Right. And that's what I love about business. I love that evolution. you know it's something that when I was stuck in the hospital setting, I couldn't evolve past a certain point, and I was just yeah. getting really frustrated and burnt out and and with entrepreneurialism, it's like you just there's no end to it. like <laughs> I could just keep evolving. it's kind of a it's exciting It is exciting. it's
0: fun if you're if you're willing to go on the journey and really take a hard look at at you, you know exactly.
1: All right Michelle um thank you so much for for talking with us so is there any uh last things that you want to say or where can we find you on the internet and and all that kind of good stuff? yeah no um you
0: know I remember Katie before we we got started you said a a lot of people are you know maybe looking to take the leap or they're they're new to this and I just want to reiterate I mean just after working with hundreds and hundreds of you. I mean, it's really, and you said it too, Katie, this is totally possible. It's not as hard as it seems. It's just really about getting out there um, and, and talking to people about who you are and what you do. And through that process, you get more comfortable with yourself. You get more confident in yourself and then people start to respond to that and you get more clients. And it really is as simple as that. And so don't let all of the noise around you tell you anything different because it really, really, really is as simple as, as that. And, um, just, you can find out more about me on my website. It's michellemclade.com and uh, I don't have any like awesome like freebie downloads, but I do. <laughs> you know, here's what I do have that is I'm more than happy to share with you. If you reach out to me through my contact form with your email address, I'll send you. I have an um, a training. It's called Price to Profit, and it's a three hour intensive training all around those mindset blocks when it comes to pricing your services and receiving money
1: for your work. And I'd be
0: happy to gift that to you.
1: Oh that's amazing. Thank you so much Michelle. Yeah. Um and I have been on your website recently and it's beautiful. <laughs> thank
0: you. <laughs> I think it needs some updating but thank you so much.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so
0: much.